Hello and welcome to Welcome Home Radio. The waters in the mortgage industry can be pretty muddy. Whether it's investing, leasing, renting, home insurance, or myths and misconceptions, Welcome Home Radio has the answers for you, the consumer. And now, to help you make the right home buying decision for you and your family, here are your hosts. And welcome to Welcome Home Radio. It is August 24th, and I hope everybody's enjoying this kickoff school year and enjoying this weather, even though it has been very hot. Uh, earlier this month, we talked about credit, has some great information to update you with credit. Find us at welcomehomeradio.net. If you didn't catch that show, please go back and watch it. Powerful information. As in today, we're going to have even more for you. Rising cost of insurance. We have seen a rising cost in the insurance industry, whether it be home, auto, life, but here today to talk with us is Christian Ford with Goosehead, one of our wonderful sponsors, great partner of mine. Christian, welcome so much. Glad to have you here. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. We are hearing about inflation and cost and markets and everything else. Tell us what's going on in the insurance industry. Why are people seeing costs go up? Well, yeah, kind of, um, you know, just kind of cut down to to you know, loss ratios and how that works is, is, uh, you know, when, when an insurance carrier pays more out of pocket than they are receiving, the only way to make up for those losses are to charge more. And so the biggest part of that was probably that freeze, um, the, a couple of years ago. So I think that was the largest payout in insurance history. And we're still seeing payouts going on, um, due to that. So they haven't really collected and, and have all the data on the loss, the actual loss ratios there. Um, so you're seeing big, big rate hikes across. Kind okay. Of so let me stop. Snowvid, the, mm -hmm. co the cause of Snowvid is the cause of the rising prices now. Yep. Yeah. So a lot, a lot to do with that. The other part of that is, you know, people are getting back on the road um, again, you know, going back into work. And so you see more people on the road, more accidents um, happening. Uh, so more payouts and, uh, you know, with the whole, uh, the shortage, the cost of things going on right now, you know, um, that's not, not helping at all either. So it's, it's more expensive to insure. It's also more expensive to fix. Um, so we're just seeing, uh, seeing some crazy rate hikes kind of across the, the space. Wow. I would have never correlated Snowvid, you know, what, what is it? Two and a half years later, mm -hmm. something like that. And, yep. and then now we're, we're asking people to get back in the workforce, get back into the office, get back into their establishments and, that's causing more accidents therefore mm -hmm. yep it's okay. all, it all plays into it. yeah and we still haven't seen all the payouts from snowvid right you know so there's still um still things being fixed you know with that large of a of a of a storm and and you know claims across you know you can't get to everything immediately so you're still seeing payouts from from some some coming in and and collecting kind of data still so well you would think inflation in general would be affecting it big time i mean from fuel to, you know, the cost of manufacturing and all, every product has gone up from raw material right up to out the door. So mm -hmm. it, it's in part shortages. That's yeah. Now, now, Christian, do these prices only impact here, Texas or Oklahoma, or is this nationwide we're seeing because of Snowvid or, or I mean, because I, I mean, that that storm affected maybe five states that I'm aware of. Maybe I'm wrong. 
um, yeah, I guess I guess the rising costs, I guess here in Texas at least, is definitely due to that. Um, um, I think inflation in general. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm with Progressive personally. I I uh, you know I have a my gap insurance through them. I didn't didn't pay to do it through the, my auto loan, so. Um, I feel like I'm kind of trapped, but you know, Progressive just had kind of a, a bottom line. Hey, we're just going to charge everybody $600 more a year, you know? And so it's like that, that I, you know, I, I've seen that and stuff across uh, North Carolina, South Carolina as well, um, where I, where I write insurance as well. So I think it's just in general, you know, everybody getting back to work. And has like Texas lost underwriters recently? Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We've had some, some folks pull out. So you're seeing, um, like Weston is pulling out. Uh, oh man, who else? There's a few auto carriers that are pulling out. Um, pulling out of Texas. Out of Texas in general. Yep. So they're just non-renewing all their clients, and and uh, and we're we're having to come back. So that's that's most of my day every day. I feel like I. Uh, <laughs> it's just, hey, my my policy's renewing up. Everything's going up. Okay, find us a new carrier. Which is the great part about working with an independent. Um, you know, like me, it's like I'm not gonna. I don't have you just with one one carrier if you need to change now it's like okay we'll, we'll take a look around and see see who's not uh scared of the risk you know and then we'll go from there well we've had it two shows ago we had an interesting conversation and again our listeners can find us at welcomehomeradio.net ask your questions see all of our shows there like us you can even find christian he is a sponsor for the show but we had on solar panels and solar panel conversation came up, and there there is a big push um, in Texas for this, the green energy, I guess. Uh, what is the impact to solar panels on a home? And are we able to find insurance for that? I mean, how is that covered? I know there's warranties and everything, but is there insurance? If there is damage, is that covered by insurance? Um, yes. Yeah, so basically what we do... Uh, and not every carrier will take that. So, you know, got a current client's looking around where his, he added, we can't add that to the home policy because that carrier doesn't take solar panels on the roof. So uh, we've got to find a new carrier who will. Um, and, and then you add that to your replacement cost estimator because it's a permanent attachment to the home. So what a replacement cost estimator is, I ask you a bunch of questions about your house. I plug it into a calculator. It tells me, hey, this is how much it costs to remove the debris and build your home back if you had an entire loss, a uh, total loss, right? So um, so we take that, we have to add it there. And then, um, you know, it increases the price of your home, like replacement cost. Um, when a claim does happen, uh, it's a little bit funky because it's technically attached, but does a carrier have, like, they'll have to get the, I don't know. It's it's a fun it's a funky situation because it's not like the carrier can fix it themselves. So then they got to get it. So then rising claim costs, like we're talking about, um, <laughs> you, uh, you come out there. Just, I don't know. It just adds a whole separate layer to it. Um, and we kind of talked about this last time as well. Um, you know, I don't I don't see that they don't appreciate in value, do they? They depreciate, right? I, I Tom, is that true? They depreciate in value. I mean, the technology is moving so fast. It uh, are solar panels depreciating or appreciating? <laughs> depreciating, I believe that would be the nice term to say. <laughs> the nice term to say, okay. Yeah. I'd like to hear more about that other term that you're thinking, Tom. I mean, 
Well, you know, I'm a, I'm absolutely a supporter of solar energy. It's just on a house by house basis, it creates so many conflicts for insurance agents and for the repair of the technology into the future. And you know, these are these are issues that insurance companies are have to grapple with when there's a hailstorm that knocks out solar panels and. Solar panels are not impervious to one-inch hailstones. So, well, now, now, would, Christian, wouldn't the roof get a, a discount of some sort because the solar panels are protecting the roof? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I tried. I no. tried. Wow, you did try. I mean, not one bit. I saw a discount of fifty percent or something in there. Okay, we see a savings here. But yeah, solar panels. Yeah, hell can't off. hit the roof if it's hitting the solar panels. Exactly, yeah. that's what I'm thinking, Alan. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe it costs less to because you don't have to replace that section of the roof. Maybe uh, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> you drilling can the I? hole through the yeah. roof for the solar panels. Yeah, does it leak? You know, I don't know. How does that work? Well, Christian, can I, I here? I get this asked a lot from people that are new to homes. Is it really cheaper to buy your insurance through one company? I mean, like they always say you get a discount insurance for your car. If you do your car in your house and your boat or whatever you got in life, how does that work? And um, I guess that's just my question. How does that work? Why, why wouldn't somebody have progressive for their car and state farm for their house or whatever? Yeah, I mean, it just it just depends on the market and, and, and whole, you know, um, there's times where I just, you know, I hate State Farm, you know, they're competitive on the auto. Um, I don't have a competitive option. So, you know, um, because there's accidents, there's tickets, you know, what, what have you, those those kind of things play into your rate. Right. So, you know, what I'll say is you know, go tell State Farm you know, you're not going to have your renter's insurance with them anymore, right? And see what that does to your, your auto price. Because you do get the bundle discount, right? You know, it's it always helps to have home and auto together because they look at the risk as a whole. Um, and they say, okay, you know, we're more willing to take on like Progressive right now. If, if you want to buy their home insurance, you have to buy their auto insurance. They're not going to let you um, get anything around that. So um, they could be the cheapest and uh, and then, you know, it gets a little bit cheaper because you have your auto insurance with them. So there's technically there a lot. A lot of the time there's like a five to 15 percent discount on the home um, for doing the auto. And then vice versa, you get like a five or 10 percent discount back on the auto. The um, other question I hear a lot is, is insurance one of those businesses where you get what you pay for? Because you got a lot of companies out there, you've you know, they're new and you haven't heard of them much, but. They do, they suppose they don't A plus rated or whatever and all that stuff. But when it comes to filing a claim, are there companies better than others or is it just one big happy family? Everything's the same. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. The, it all comes down to your adjuster. If you have a good adjuster, they're, they're back in touch with you all the time. You know, they're, they communicate well. The claim's going to be awesome, right? Um, there's, and so that's that's kind of the, in general when you get a when you get an A plus carrier like we all write, um, it comes down to the the claim adjuster I would say for the most part. But I will say this, um, you know, we've been so I don't want to say I guess brainwashed into uh, say fifteen percent for you know for fifteen minutes or whatever. Or, but the fact of the matter is, it's like you know you call into you call in and and you 
you save your 15%, but what kind of coverage did they give you? You know, a lot of people don't understand that state minimum limits will, will, you know, if, if I'm in an at-fault accident and I've, I've, I don't know, I don't know, bad at-fault for sure. You know, state minimum limits is you have 30,000 per person of bodily injury, 60,000 total for the accident. So if there's more than one person involved, it's 60,000 total. And then 25,000 in property damage to cover their vehicle. Uh, how many vehicles on the road in DFW in Austin, where I'm at, across Texas, are worth more than 25000 Yeah, I was right next to a Rolls Royce the other day having coffee at the 151. Right? <laughs> yeah. If, if you're in an and I was on my bicycle, Blair. <laughs> if, if you're in an at-fault accident uh, and someone has to stay in the hospital for more than a day, That's how far does $30,000 go in that case? How do you guys yeah. establish the, like, how, everybody has a, their own house, if you're buying homeowners, obviously. How do you establish dwelling and all that other stuff? And is it different for every company? Or again, do you have a, like, does Denton County or Dallas County or Tarrant County have a standard that you go by? How, and how does that work? Because you get mailers from insurance companies that show your payment a lot less than you're paying. And then you go look at the fine print. So how does that work? Um, yeah. So uh, you're talking about dwelling coverage or price? Yeah. Like they say your house is worth $200,000, you know, but you only need $140,000 because of the dwelling or whatever, you know? Yeah. So uh, basically that's all based off kind of what I was talking about earlier, what a replacement cost estimator, um, you know, and that, that adjusts and, and what are, you know, what that is, is, you know, you have a home, um, you've got, you know, builder's grade, semi-custom, custom designer, luxury, and those are all types of finishes that you can choose. Have I upgraded the cabinets in my kitchen? Um, do I have granite countertops versus Formica? Do I have laminate? Like, what are my bathrooms like? You know, those kind of things um, all come into that. And so some of those, some of those will send out a generic, okay, here's a $130 a square foot to replace your home. And here's this flyer in the mail. In reality, like right now, we're probably seeing 150 to 200 a square foot, based off of based off of cost of wood, cost of labor. You know, like all these things in the market right now, we've got shortages on. So, like here, here in Austin, um, you know, we're looking at two to 215, right, a square foot in replacement cost at the time. In Amarillo, I'm looking all more the like taxes in Austin. Just <laughs> FYI, yeah, uh, and then. Uh, and then in Amarillo, I'm looking at, you know, like 145 to 160, you know, so I, I write in West Texas a bunch and Dallas, similar 160 to 185 a square foot, maybe 190, depending on, you know, what, what type of finishes you have just, so it's, um, when you get those generic flyers in the mail, um, and they say, they say, Hey, here's this and blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah. they don't have any of your water coverage on it. They don't have, you know half the time the, the coverage you need sometimes it's like a two percent deductible on those things where they just want to get you to call don't they exactly yeah but it's it's confusing i think too because how do you know when you are insured properly seriously i mean you you have an insurance agent just like you do anybody else and they i would think look at your neighborhood or whatever and how do you know yeah <laughs> i i guess i don't know i'm uh maybe someone if it's someone you trust i don't i don't i guess i that's a hard question that to answer i would well, say well i'm gonna try to help you answer it here christian i yeah. think if you can sleep at night then you know you're comfortable mm -hmm. yeah but you don't know until it actually happens the accident happens then of course you realize you weren't covered enough like if your home was taken down 
through hurricane or hurricane or tornado or or a fire or something, was your home completely covered for everything that you've lost due to that fire? You're going to find out. And it's just like the liability, you have to answer that for yourself, in my opinion. And I, I'm I'm really intrigued by more home damage claims that have happened. Well, you said it, Snowbid caused that. More car accident claims. I'm like, I remember driving during COVID and I, I loved it because nobody was on the road. That was mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, yes, people are coming back. I can see that. But I think the biggest one I think people need to understand is higher repair and replacement costs are extremely. And, and you know what? This is one of those things that doesn't come down. It goes up and it will never come down. I mean, mm -hmm. it takes you guys a long time to realize, hey, the replacement cost of my home is not $170. It's really $140. Mm -hmm. But uh, again, you, you take in zip codes and you take in a lot of data along with credit scores. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yep. That can have a big effect. It, it can. It can have a huge impact. And I mean, I understand the credit pull, but do you get authorization from each client? Do they know that you're pulling credit when you do? Or are you doing a soft pull? Yeah. So it's a soft pull. It's like a credit karma type look at, at what your, what your credit is, you know? So, um, your insurance score takes into, into, into that, that into account. Everybody I talk to, you know, I ask for a social upfront, you know, um, and I tell them this is not going to affect your credit whatsoever. This is going to, you know, be verifying this insurance score, which does take a little look at credit, but it's not going to, it's not a hard pull whatsoever. So I do let everybody know that. Absolutely. I hope it's not credit karma you look at. Oh no, no, nah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I'm, I'm not in charge of what they look at. You know, I just do know that, you know, that's what it, you yeah, know, it's, it's probably a a most people don't know that. Mm -hmm. huh? I think most people don't know unless they're told that their credit gets looked at. Mm -hmm. I think, there's two areas that people do, or three. Insurance, they don't understand it. They don't know that people are pulling credit on them. Two, student loans. I don't think they understand that credit is being pulled. And three, employers. Whether it's your employer you're looking at for a new job or whether it's the existing employer, you have given them the right to pull your credit information. And they do it every now and then when they're looking to possibly a promotion or they're going to deal with money or, or finances or accounting for some reason. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are three areas that I don't think a lot of people look at correctly and understand that it can impact their ability to move forward. Um, but insurance is definitely one of them that, hey, you can have the same coverage, the same people, same agent, same everything, but your credit score is different. It will impact the amount of money you're paying. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it'll not only that, it'll impact, you know, and this hopefully doesn't you know, upset anybody, but it'll impact the, your, your first month's down payment. You know, sometimes you got carriers that go, you know, they want two or three months down on your auto insurance or whatever. And it's like, well, that's because, you know, that that's pulling in that, you know, what, what you're looking at, you know, with your credit and, and payment histories and those kind of things. So, so they know that, you know, carriers know that going in exactly. So, um, I didn't and, know it increased the down payment. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. Y'all are more like the mortgage industry than I thought. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy what it'll do. And, and, you know, your insurance score is based off a lot of things, you know, it's, uh, you know, where your claims history, you know, that kind of stuff, but also, um, you know, your limits on your auto insurance, we were just talking about, you know, state minimum limits at 30, 60, 25 versus, um, you know, being covered up to 100, 300, 100. 
you know, so, so the longer you're, you're at a, at a higher level, um, the better it is for your insurance score, the more responsible uh, new carrier will, will think you are because you're, well, you have higher limits. Let's, let's let people know how smart you are because you educated me something almost eight years ago about something I never knew existed. And that's called the clue report. And you educate our listeners on what a clue report is, how they might be able to get one, that sort of thing. I mean, I think you're going to educate Alan and Tom here too. So <laughs> help them understand what a clue report is. Yeah. So a clue report takes a uh, look at the last seven years of insurance history on the home. You know, um, if there's a claim, has it been, you know, how much it paid out? Um, it looks at your claim history as well. So when I, when I'm looking at, uh, someone buying a new home and, and I'm running clue, clue reports, it'll pull in both. So the risk is the home that, that you're buying. The subject is the person buying the home. So I'll get all these, you know, boom, 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 come back in. It's like oh, water, water claim, hail claim, this and that. And, and it tells me how much has been paid out and what, what, what day it was. Um, so it's, you know, it kind of arms you with, when I go in and this says there's a $20,000 hail claim, you know, Hey, what's, what was this hail claim? Was the roof actually replaced or does it look pretty beat up? Did they, did someone just take the money and run with it? Um, you know, those, those type of things is kind of what a clue reports there to tell you about the house and, and kind of arm you with some of those questions, if you will. Um, and if you're going in after an inspection. Alan, I, I got to tell you, it's a great tool to see if the uh, seller, if the listing agent is is showing everything that has happened to the home or in the declarations. I mean, yeah, it, um, well, seller disclosures are one thing. And but, you know, getting a house under contract, then you definitely got to get your client to call their insurance people and get a clue report on the house. And you can't make anybody do anything, but you can certainly give them advice. Yeah, and, no, and, I understand. I mean, I was amazed at one home that we discovered. We had $80,000 of fire damage in the kitchen and a $100,000 roof repair because it was the, what is that, Pueblo tile type stuff that was yeah, on there. something. And, and none of that was disclosed. And yeah. uh, it just, it, it was, it becomes interesting conversation once those things are found out. So I think it's very important not only, you know, rising of insurance, but insurance can be your best friend if you talk to them and ask them questions about what you're doing, whether it's a home looking at and, and the validity as well as he can, you know, a lot of times Christian gets me a flood cert way before my own company looks at doing it just because of the 2012 uh, expansion of the flood zone here in Texas. It's very valuable to see if a home is in the flood zone, even though they've been grandfathered in they're not, you know, the owner doesn't know if they're in a flood zone, but we need to find that out. Mm -hmm. What else, Christian, what else is happening in the industry this year that we need to let our listeners know? Um, yeah, I'll, you know, talking about the rising costs and, and something to keep in mind every time you, you think about using insurance uh, and keeping your own insurance costs low, um, you know, or, you know, when you when you look at it, making a claim, um, I would, you know, only use insurance for the big stuff. Of course, it's there for you if you need it, um, and uh, you want to have insurance that you're paying for that'll actually, you know, do something when you need to, need to use it. But, you know, say you've got a, you know, you want to go thinking about making a water claim on a house, right? And water claims is one of those uh, that catches every insurance carrier's eye. Anytime you shop around, if you have more than one or two in the last three years, they're out, 
right? So they don't want to they don't want to cover you, or they're gonna they'll cover you, but they'll charge you to do it, right? So, you know, if you're thinking about making a water claim and uh, you've got a one percent deductible on a two hundred thousand dollar home, so one percent of two hundred thousand, you know, two thousand, right? So it's gonna cost me twenty five hundred dollars to fix this water claim. Should you or should you not use insurance, right? You know, and, and most people are gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna save five hundred bucks. Realistically, you're probably gonna pay much more out of the you know out of pocket over the next few six or seven years right because you made one water claim so if you can afford to do something like you know 25 you have a like i said just that example again so two thousand dollar deductible is 2500 if you can afford to come out of pocket that other 500 dollars, i would absolutely do that um even if it's up to a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars extra over that you know i if you can and not everybody can Right. But uh, <laughs> but please, you know, use it for the big stuff and then uh, and then try to try to use it, not to use it for the little things. So. Yes, Tom. My, my question was. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my question was, does the insurance um, industry follow the fact that we have an adjuster come out and look at something and then we decide to pay for it ourselves? Does that then also go against us as far as our situation? Yes. Yes. So it's a, it's a $0 so we, claim. We've got to make this decision before we involve insurance, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I would always recommend, um, get, you know, you're going to need to do your due diligence to stop the, stop the damage anyway. Right. So get a plumber out, get somebody out, take a look at it, get the damage to stop, you know, continuing giving other or, causing more damage um because if you don't then a carrier is going to be like okay you're negligent here anyway but so you get someone out you get them to stop the damage from happening get them to take a look at it and they say it's going to cost this much to to do this and then you say all right let's get the let's get the adjuster out here um you know is this something we're comfortable fixing yes okay let's take care of it no okay let's get the adjuster out i know in texas foundations are such a big deal and a lot of the homes back in the day, you know, the pipes break inside the slabs and that's a nightmare for homeowners. Mm -hmm. And recently uh, I had a friend said they actually bought insurance just for that. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people don't know that's available. Do you know anything about that? Absolutely. So water. So I there's four water coverages in Texas. Foundation water damage being a big one of those. Um, and it's, you know, your average foundation uh, claim is about 15, 12 to 15,000. Uh, at least that was, I guess, I guess that's the numbers like three years ago. So I have no idea. I guess I need to take another look at that. Um, but you know, it's uh foundation damage is one of those. I always try to put on there as long as it makes sense, you know, um, you know, for the client. Um, if you have a, if you have a crawl space underneath your home, um, you know, you don't necessarily need foundation water damage, right? Because you can go underneath the house and you don't got to. So that doesn't address the foundation. It addresses the pipes in the mm -hmm. foundation that break and mm -hmm. disrupt flow. Yep. Uh, now, if it, it, so foundation coverage will cover any covered water claim causing damage to the foundation. Um, if they've got to bust up your floor to get underneath the home, that'll also cover that hole in the living room. It just does not cover natural settling or shifting of the foundation. Itself. Well, I, I've seen some really bad stuff over the years and oh. Yeah, it's, yep. It's that's 20 grand a lot. They're, yeah, they're not cheap. So, <laughs> so that's one of those things, you know, when you, when you talk about, you know, am I saving 15, you know, 15% for 15 minutes or whatever the heck it is, you know, Geico, not to bad mouth Geico, right. You know, they've got great auto prices, but man, they just don't know what they're doing on home insurance. Right. You know, they're not, 
trained to do that kind of thing. So any Geico policy I see has got like a $5,000 deductible, uh, 2% window hail deductible, no water coverage is nothing like that. Right. You know, um, which, you know, maybe you find a representative that can provide you with all that and, and does that. So maybe that's, you know, so that water, the, that water but, coverage goes out through the front yard of the street too, for like tree roots and, yeah. yeah, uh, it, it, it depends there. Um, so you've got sudden and accidental water, which will cover, you know, just like snow vid, you know, you had all these pipes freezing, turn the water back on, boom, pipes burst. That's sudden and accidental. So any, any water claim that's gone on for less than 14 days that happens suddenly or accidentally, you've got gotcha. water backup. So that sewage coming back through the pipes, like say a tree root grows through your um, grows through your pipe in the, in the yard and boom, sewage comes back out of the house. I don't know if you've ever dealt with that. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, across the street, just dealt with it twice in six months. Yeah. There's, there's another thing called buried utility lines that you can throw on there. This isn't technically a water coverage, but it's, it's, uh, it's can be very helpful. So any of your utility lines that run from your home on your property to the main city lines, um, that will help they dig it up, replace that kind of thing. Um, so like your sewage line, sometimes it's the city's fault and they take care of it. Other times it's not. And you're, you're, you have to take care of that pipe yourself. So, um, so buried utility lines can be a really good one to have on there. Um, for those types of situations, you've got the foundation coverage, what we just talked about. Um, and then there is seepage coverage. So continual and repeated seepage. Not every carrier offers this. Um, it's one of those though, that if it's, if it's, it's the opposite of sudden and accidental. So it's gone on for longer than 14 days, but you cannot see it on a daily basis. So, so is that, is that just kind of like a rider insurance that goes on mm -hmm. top of what you regularly have? Mm -hmm. Yep. So you, you have your base, you know, coverage a through F, which is, which is like your dwelling coverage all the way through your liability. Right. And that's like, you've got other structures, contents, um, loss of use, liability, all that. And then you've got the stuff after that, which is some of those riders we're talking about. Cool. So, so yeah, the seepage coverage, um, that, that's a pretty good one to have on there as well. Um, if, if you find a carrier that, that offers it. Yep. Well, I want to remind our listeners again, welcome home radio.net is where you can go. We're also on 13 different uh, Spotify, podcasts, so forth. I'm sure we'll list them down, but you can find us there. If you have more questions about insurance, please, please reach out to us. We'll get Christian on the phone with you personally. There's his number. So Christian, I want to thank you. Any final closing statements? I mean, one of the things I see with this triple digit heat wave that we've been going through and will continue for, hopefully it'll stop in September, but, uh, I'm expecting a lot of foundation issues. Would you agree with that? If people haven't been watering and taken care of, there's possibly a lot of claims coming down the pike for foundational problems. Is that something you're expecting? Potential. Um, I would say the the thing with that is that's going to be you know natural settling or shifting, right? So that's just natural wear and tear, which is an exclusion on insurance. So if it's if it's a covered water claim causing damage to the foundation then that's where, that's where we'll get those claims. But if it's just like, um, you know, it's kind of the nature of the beast in Texas, unfortunately we have the shifting soil. So, uh, if it, if it's, uh, if you have a warranty on your, on your, uh, your foundation, you know, um, that may be something you have to look into there as well. How about roofs that? melting? Roofs melting. Yeah. Uh, does, it, does that happen? I have never actually seen that. So if it's happening, man, that's uh well Tom Tom suns himself on the roof, so you know, he includes himself. Best place to do it. 
Well, thank you again, Christian, for joining us. I hope things are well down in Austin. And uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, God bless. I'm Blair Thomas. <laughs> and I'm Tom Holm with Champion School of Real Estate. Why not? <laughs> and I'm Alan Pace. If you want to buy or sell, give me a call. Thank you. God bless everyone. Take care. Thanks, guys.